Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on June 7th, 2018. You might hear the occasional whine or squeal that's uh, coming from the newly acquired canine commentary section that's sitting over on my bed to the, there she is, right to my desk. Her name is Shy. Lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Good girl. <laughs> Her name is Shiloh, and when I talk, she loves to talk with me. So anyway, this is an unusual news and views because uh, it's not... No, no, no. Lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Good girl. <laughs> anyway, this is an unusual news and views because... This story is not about my usual geopolitics, but this story, I think, is so important. It was shared by one of the regular readers here, Mr. E.O., and I want to read the whole thing, but I want to give you a bit of background to my commentary. Uh, you'll, you'll recall a few years ago that in Russia there was a bolide, an exploding meteor, that came streaking over the city of Chelyabinsk. Chelyabinsk uh, was one of the major Russian, and still is, one of the major Russian centers for nuclear research. It's a fairly large city, about a million people. And this bolide was caught on video cameras that the Russians, uh, for their internal domestic insurance laws, apparently in Russia you have to have, or it's advised to have, video cameras in your cars in order to get auto insurance. And this bolide was caught on a number of Russians' cars that were, you know, driving or commuting to work that day. Now, this bolide exploded over the city of Chelyabinsk. There were videos that were rather fishy. Some of them seemed to indicate that maybe some sort of UFO or missile attack had actually caused the uh, bolide to explode. Others assumed that these videos were simply made up or photoshopped. I, you know, I have no position on it one way or the other. But interestingly enough, prior, about a month prior to the Chelyabinsk meteor incident, there were a number of other very strange things. In the run-up to the incident, there was that mysterious collision of an American and Russian satellite in orbit around the Earth. Now, if you know anything about satellites and tracking, uh, neither Russia nor the United States would have had any reason to crash their satellites into each other. <clears throat> and some people, myself included, at that time speculated that these satellites had been deliberately collided by somebody else that had some way of taking them over and maneuvering them out of their standard orbits. But in any case, prior to Chelyabinsk, the then Russian prime minister, still today Russia's prime minister, Dmitry Medvedev, went on Russian television and spoke to the issue of asteroid defense. And it was a very peculiar interview. I don't know if any of you saw it, but it was a very peculiar interview in that he said to me two astonishing things. Number one, that Russia would have to build out a planetary asteroid warning and detection and defense system that it preferred to do so internationally, but would do so on its own if it could not get any cooperation from other nations. 
And then the second thing he said was that it would be fairly easy to take out an asteroid using nuclear missiles, using the large hydrogen bombs on Russia's nuclear deterrent. And then he went on to say, we could do that, or we have other means of doing so. And then, of course, he didn't elaborate, but I speculated at the time that what he was talking about were directed energy weapons, kinetic weapons like rods of God, rail guns launching you know, uh, projectiles at extremely high velocity, <clears throat> so that the kinetic energy alone would explode an asteroid by impact with it, kind of like an old-fashioned armor-piercing projectile, you know, basically a solid round of, of projectile with very, very little explosive in it to cause damage once it gets on the inside of an object. Now, with that in mind, I also want to, to refresh your memory about a very, very interesting statement that was made some years ago by Dr. Carol Rosen. Now, many of you are familiar with Dr. Rosen. She is interested in the subject of UFOs, and more importantly, she has been trying to uh, negotiate on her own an international treaty prohibiting the weaponization of space. And she has been successful to a certain extent in getting a number of nations to sign on to this idea. But years ago, and this was reported by Dr. Stephen Greer in a collection of affidavits that he had assembled in a book called Disclosure. I was a recipient of a copy of this book uh, in its first uh, pre-publication edition, and in that book, Dr. Rosen outlined a statement, and she swore this in an affidavit, a statement that Dr. Werner von Braun had made to her when he and she used to work at Fairchild Industries. She was in regular daily contact with Dr. von Braun after he departed NASA. And von Braun told her that the plan of the elite, so to speak, in order to impose a global government was first to have communism as the main threat, then terrorism then nations of concern, then asteroids, and finally extraterrestrials or aliens, all right? Now, if you look at that progression, it's rather interesting. This was about 20 years ago that this affidavit came out. It came out prior to 9-11 and all of the post-9-11 focus on terrorism and nations of concern. So it's been a rather prophetic and accurate affidavit, and now here we are talking about asteroids, because today's story that was shared by Mr. E.O. is titled, Asteroid Hits Earth Just Hours After NASA's Planetary Defense Shield Detected It. And I want to read this whole article. I've linked it for you. There's a number of videos there, including a video of the actual impact itself, which occurred in the southern uh, part of Africa in Botswana, I believe. You can actually watch this video of the impact. You'll see the fireball. You'll see the uh, explosion as it hits the ground and so on and so forth. It's, it's a really impressive video. But I want to read this entire article and then get back to what I think may be going on here. I've got a number of scenarios running through my mind from the plausible to the ridiculous, or as I like to call it, the high-octane speculation. So here we go. <clears throat> 
Asteroid 2018LA, previously ZLAF9B2, seen at a farm in Vanzarilla, South Africa. This is the picture that tops it. You can actually look at it. And now the article begins. Quote, astronomers can easily track massive space rocks big enough to cause the extinction of humanity. But smaller asteroids, which could wipe out a city, might only be detected hours or days before they smash into our planet. Now, a minor asteroid impact has once again reminded humanity of its dispiriting impotence in the face of cruel cosmic fate. NASA's planetary defense team glimpsed a six-foot-wide asteroid called 2018LA on Saturday morning. Hours later, it hit Earth traveling at 38,000 miles per hour and caused a huge fireball to appear in the sky above Botswana, Africa. There was a much smaller object that we are tasked to detect and warn about. Pardon me, this was a much smaller object than we were tasked to detect and warn about. Let me repeat it. This was a much smaller object than we were tasked to detect and warn about, unquote, said Lindley Johnson, planetary defense officer at NASA headquarters. However, this real-world event allows us to exercise our capabilities and gives us some confidence amid uh, co some confidence that our impact prediction models are adequate to respond to the potential impact of a larger object. Now, you might think that 19 hours between detection and impact is a very short space of time. Think again. Humanity has only detected an asteroid on a collision course a handful of times, and only one other of these sightings took place with ample time to spare before it hit us. The discovery of asteroid 2018LA is only the third time that an asteroid has been discovered to be on an impact trajectory, said Paul Shodas, Mass manager of NASA's Center for Near-Earth Object Studies. It is only the second time that the high probability of an impact was predicted well ahead of the event itself. The Minor Planetary Center said the object no longer exists in its original form following its entry into the Earth's atmosphere on the 2nd of June 2018. This doesn't mean that the asteroid touched down on Earth and was spirited away by shadowy men in dark suits. It is likely to have been totally obliterated when it smashed into our planet's atmosphere with very little debris falling to the Earth. But enough debris to make one impressive fireball during its impact at night in Botswana. So uh, I do suspect that just like the Chelyabinsk meteor, that somebody's going to have men in black suits out there looking at this thing to determine if indeed, here it comes, part of my high-octane speculation, this was a space rock, all right? Now, this brings me to my speculations, my readings. What's going on here? I suspect that this story is a story that we're going to be hearing more of uh, and more about. This is a plea for more money to beef up planetary detection and defense. Uh, we've already heard this from Prime Minister Medvedev prior to the Chelyabinsk meteor incident a few years ago. 
Now we have an, an actual impact with the story itself saying, well, if one of these small things hit a city, for example, it could wipe out the city. So in other words, they're presenting this as a toned down implicit threat that we have to defend against. This is a plea for more money to build up the system. All right. Um, now, that brings me to the second problem. The Chelyabinsk incident came, as I said, about a month after Prime Minister Medvedev's comments. They were conveniently and coincidentally prophetic. And I suspect that many of you, like I, suspected that this incident was kind of a staged celestial false flag, if I can put it that way, an incident where a rock is captured and thrown at the earth to create a climate of, of opinion for beefed-up asteroid or space defense, in other words, for the militarization of outer space. And again, remember Dr. Rosen's affidavit. First it's the communist bloc, then it's terrorists, then it's nations of concern, then it's asteroids, then it's extraterrestrials. So I suspect that they are using this type of incident, if not creating it. And I know that that sounds odd, but let's, let's step back from the article and speculate a bit more. If you suspect, as I do, that there has been for several decades a secret space program with a hidden system of finance in the trillions, if not by now, quadrillions of dollars, to develop and emulate technologies that are vastly different than the ones that we're publicly familiar with. It is conceivable that they might have a technology, quite literally, to direct, steer, or guide asteroids, and hence to use them as some sort of planetary bombardment object. So I do think it is possible that you can have this type of false flag being staged as a kind of event to prepare us for the militarization of space and an expanded planetary defense system. Now, the catch here is that in the Rosen affidavit, all of this was prelude or preparatory to the establishment of a global government. Well, if you're going to have a planetary defense system to save humanity from the impact of a rogue asteroid, you would have to have a coordinated system. In other words, even if this were not a centralized system of a centralized world government, you're going to have to have some sort of, of coordinating mechanism, say, between a Russian defense system and an American one or a European one and a Chinese one. So there's got to be a command structure that is, to some extent, centralized in order to coordinate any planetary defense. So this is a very important story to me. It, it fell quite literally like the, the asteroid, almost literally, off the radar. And I think you're going to be hearing more of this type of thing, if not of actual asteroid impacts. I would be suspicious of more impact stories. In other words, if, if the impact stories start to exceed the normal statistical uh, impact then, yeah, we might be looking at a scenario where these things are being deliberately staged. But you're going to see, I suspect, more stories of this nature coming as this one does at the tail end of President Trump's speeches about we need a space force. I find this highly suspicious. So um, 
we're looking at a make it happen scenario, folks. This is what I think we're looking at. An important story. I want to thank Mr. EO for sending it along, and I want to thank you for patiently listening to my high-octane speculations. Now, we do have a member's vid chat tomorrow. This will be the America's Pacific Rim time zone vid chat at 7. I will probably be here as I usually am early for pre-chat. We've already got some questions that have been submitted. Um, and I, wanna, I want to alert everybody about that, plus the new Canine Commentary Center uh, <laughs> will probably be present. So I will have to take uh, the occasional break, not just for me, but for the Canine Commentary Center. So anyway, that's it for today's news and views. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless.